We are continuing on on our 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. And we're not just talking at God or to God. We're actually praying with Jesus. The Bible teaches that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father even now. And while He is there, He is praying for you. To help us better understand what Jesus is praying over our lives, we're studying John 17 every day. In this passage, Jesus prays over all of His followers, past and present. So by looking at this prayer in John 17, we can grasp what Jesus is still praying over us even now. Today we're looking at John 17, verse 13, which says this, But now I'm coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. There is nothing more odd than a sour Christian. The type that grumble and complain and consistently wear a scowl. They claim the name of Jesus, but they say his name in a way that makes it look like they just got done sucking on a lemon. When they stand to sing the great songs, their faces and their hearts are stone cold. It's as if no one ever told them that the gospel really is good news. Perhaps you've met a few people like that in church. You won't have to look hard for them. They'll actually come and find you because misery really does love company. They'll come and find you and they'll tell you, hey, you're sitting in my seat. But Jesus' followers were bent for more than this. While we all have emotions that rise and fall based upon the circumstances of life, those who know Jesus were made for the kind of joy that was never dependent upon how things are going. This is the kind of joy that Jesus is praying over us when he says these words in John 17, these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Jesus' words and presence were meant to be an ever-flowing spring of joy in our existence. Elsewhere in the New Testament, we discover that joy is actually God's will for our lives. The Bible says this, Rejoice always! Pray without ceasing! Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16-18 Or how about this in Philippians 4? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's verse 4. A little later on in verse 11, Paul says these words, Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. When you begin a relationship with Jesus Christ, it wasn't so that you'd have just a little sliver of hope in this otherwise bleak and terrible world. It was so that you would have an explosion of joy that rivals any experience that life could throw your way. We discover hope in the blindingly bright light of Jesus in our lives. Now that may sound impossible, but for those of us who have drawn near to the Lord in times of desperation, we have found that joy is not only possible, it is probable. Take for example, a lady by the name of Karen Alexander Doyle, the wife of a faithful pastor, she lost her husband suddenly December 31st, 1999 in a tragic accident. Later on, she endured the heart-wrenching reality of seeing her son Stephen endure a battle with cancer. As if these hardships were not enough, she then was diagnosed with cancer as well, which ultimately took her life. For many hearing her story, you might surmise that there's little joy to be found in those kind of circumstances. She endured unreal loss, deep emotional pain, and physical brokenness. But even against those circumstances, she wrote these words in her final days that were shared at her funeral. She wrote, as I sit here tonight, I have so much to be grateful for. I could name my blessings for the rest of the night. I feel that for some unknown reason, 
our God looked at me and said, hey, I really love that girl and I want to bless her socks off. And he has. Each trial has felt as a special attention for my heavenly father. He ordained difficult circumstances just so that he and I could spend time together. He has held me in his arms more times than I could count. He has listened to my heart break and tenderly mended it back together stronger than ever. My Heavenly Father let my tears drop on Him and He has held them and thought of them as they were His treasures. How can I explain such incredible love? How can I tell you the joy that I have because of the sweet way our Father has entered into my life over and over? God's will for you is joy. Jesus' words were meant for you to experience joy. May we have this joy no matter what may come in life. Because if you could hear the prayers of heaven today, you might just hear Jesus pray over you. Give them joy.